Hi, I'm Gabe. And I'm Kat. And we're the, the Ghouls Next, Next Door. Door. Talk about that spooky stuff. Always. You know, how we do. How we do is exciting when we talk about spooky stuff. That's what podcasts are for. Yes. Yeah. So, so this is episode 22. Yeah. Almost as old as me. We're feeling 22. Shut your mouth. Okay. Well, we are. are not that popular anymore, so like relax. Okay. (laughs) I'm imagining that you're Taylor Swift. I I understood. Yes. I was channeling her. (laughs) Um, I also hated it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I remember when I turned 22, I like begrudgingly was like, oh, this is the only song I can think of that has my age in it. What's, what's my that age blink? again? Was it Blink One Eighty Two? Mm-hmm. What, what's that age for that? Twenty. You're twenty-three. Yeah, twenty-three. Yep. All that right. Was a good age. <laughs> so, welcome to the Ghouls Next Door, a podcast where we talk facts, films, and feelings in regards to the horror genre. We are two ghouls who love spooky things, and so this episode is going to be a short episode. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about short horror films. Woo. And All right, we're done the whole episode, though. It's, it's done. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. We're just sitting here comfy in our shorts, in our shorts people-only basement. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, we wanted to talk about the, it's not so much a genre or type, I guess. Yeah, it's more of a type of film slash projection of, fi- like, way to get something across, but not overthinking it. And not being too extra about it, they're just like scary. Yes, that's the whole thing. Put a period at the end of it. Excellent. It's been two minutes. Yeah, so you don't you don't need a lot of exposition. We're not looking for everyone's backstories. We're not looking for a solid. We don't need an explanation for what's happening. It's oh, literally no you're picking up right before the events occur. The events occur, and then it's done. It's taking all the best parts of a long ass movie and just condensing it into like maybe five minutes usually less and it's great i think the better ones are like two minutes yeah where you're just like holy shit i what yeah, yeah that's yeah. where i'm at with that if it's more than five minutes it's like what am i watching a full film now yeah i was I not mad. emotionally invested to watch an entire 10 to 15 minute piece i noticed that like eight minutes is like somewhat acceptable but once you push it, past it's, it's that, pushing it yeah, like eight minutes is the tops. Like you cannot get more than that. You need to stop at that point and just like call it. Yes. So. Yeah, it gets yeah. the. It's. I think what it is is that people are expecting to have, like, a short, quick experience, and once you get past five minutes, people start to be like, "Okay, why am I still here? I should have been." Yeah, usually like, already. they don't need to still be there. Yeah. That like if it was done right, it would have ended three minutes ago yeah. and everyone would have got to be like all right cool got my horror kick for the day done mm-hmm. gonna go do normal stuff satisfied my little horror urge yeah that was horror i said horror not horror whatever i just we, wanted everyone to know we get to fulfill whatever fucking urges we want to That's we true. are free we well gabe i me this is my voice <laughs> just finished a film with a team um in 48 hours a yeah, part the 48 of hour film festival film project. project. Sorry, I stole your thunder. You stole <laughs> I'll shut the fuck up. It's okay. No, so it was a 48 hour film project, which essentially is just like that. You create a film in 48 hours. 
You have no idea what you're going to do until they give you your genre, a character, a line of dialogue, and a prop that you have to have in there. And so you're writing your script till 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you're filming for an entire day, and then you're editing for an entire day, practically. Um, and it was it was intense, but we made a seven-minute film. Nice. And it was, ni- it was nice Just to do it. Just under the too much time. Yes. And it was like, that was like the most. It was allowed to be four and a half to seven minutes. Yeah. And honestly, I wish we were smaller. It was shorter, personally. But one for like editing purposes, but also just like, I feel like you could really make it more concise and it's a better challenge to make it smaller. But it was an experience. But I, what I will say is that it has inspired me to now want to make more short films. Yeah. I mean, one, I remember seeing the one you did last year, and I loved it. So I would be totally down to see more short films. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about short horror films, and we're going to tell you why they work. Yeah, we'll keep it short and sweet and to the point for y'all. Yeah. yeah, why don't you tell us what, how to, if so, here's, here's the thing, all right, I'm just a lowly filmmaker, and I want to make it big, or I just want to make an impactful film, and I want to put it on the YouTubes or wherever, and I want to spook people, how is the best way for me to do that, what are some tips and tricks to do it correctly? Yeah, I mean, I think I could speak from our own witnessing of many horror films that were short films that both hit and miss uh you'll see with david sandberg he every single thing he's ever ever touched in the short film land was excellent i was just thoroughly happy about it it was like no more than like four minutes i think for like each one so i'd honestly say like short to the point you have to have your plot like it's not complicated keep it simple you got simple stupid Keep simple, simple, stupid. Like, honestly, like, that is what gets you. It's just playing with, like, simple things that definitely bring a lot of fear. So, like, anticipation, suspense, lights. Like, people are super scared of the dark. It's just, like, you play with stuff that shouldn't be being messed with, easy scare. You got Mm -hmm. footsteps coming up from, like, you play with sound and light, I think, are, like, your two biggest areas that you can really make a big impact with in short horror films because it's very easy to do it doesn't cost a lot of money you can make like a no budget horror horror film as david did for his entire thing Mm -hmm. like all of them were like no budget films he made with his wife in his apartment yes and they're amazing so david sandberg did lights out which is a famous one which we'll talk about in our films portion um, and he also did like a bunch, per, kind of in that same light, um, or the lack of light, uh-huh. uh, in uh, his films. And then he moved on to make the actual full-length film of Lights Out, and directed Annabelle: New Creation, and is directing the new Shazam film. Yeah, so, so you like, can make it big. I think he is an excellent example of someone who did it right. I'd also say like there are a few other ones that we watched that they were good because they were so short. The idea was simple 
there was a twist with a twist. Like, it was a lot of just, hey, this is scary. Oh, hey, this is weird. Hey, this is, like, something that would make someone uncomfortable. And then just, like, really going for that real quick. Not really trying to explain anything. Just letting it happen. And I'd say that those were the most successful. But when you get one that's, like, 20 minutes for some reason, and you're like, why? Why am I still watching this? (laughs) And you don't want to be. You don't care about the characters. You don't. That's not the point of a short film. You don't get to know their whole backstory. So keep it short, sweet, and to the point, and get out. Yes. Yeah. Keep the yeah. lights on and don't run up and down steps and don't slam doors and shit. I mean, but do those things actually. I'm saying the opposite of what I mean. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I would say so. It makes me think of um, improv, like an improv when you have a scene. You have like your your rising tension, and yeah. then there's generally like a lull so that your audience can like catch their breath because ideally they're laughing a bunch, but they catch their breath. There's kind of like a lull for a second, and then there's another hit that just yeah. like brings the action back. And on that hit, that's when you cut because it's yeah. like you got them, and now let's not drag it out anymore. And that's what short films really remind me of is that you're you have this rising tension, and then something really big is happening, and then it's like are we okay? And it's that like, like maybe the, the music was building and then all of a sudden it stops and everyone's like, you know, you do that like sharp intake of breath of like, what, what's next? And then bam, scary, like face in your face, scary noise, a creature, um, a death, something happens and then immediate cut to black is brilliant. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. It's just like less is more. Yeah. Like you're really doing more of a service to the audience. You're, really letting it die when it needs to die yes and big fan of it makes that. it better like it's just if you drag it out and you make it something more complicated than it needs to be then you're gonna have a crappy film yeah which is kind of how i feel about um lights out the full length film yeah i mean honestly i i feel very strongly like i feel bad that he's also directed it because i like him a lot mm-hmm. but like and I thought it was good, but also yeah. the short film just really just does the job. Better. You don't need to know. I didn't need to know. No. And I thought like what they did with it was creative in the actual full length film. I liked it. Like I, w- I was happy I saw it. And a lot of like the stuff that was scary in that film is like homage to like Yeah, it stayed true to like he knows how to make something scary without having to do too much, which I thought was cool. I just like also feel pretty strongly that you didn't need to do the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I think what really works is identifying a phobia or like a film or um, a fear that everyone relates to. Yeah. So like this fear of the dark is really prominent And, like, this fear of, like, a boogeyman. Like, there's constantly, like, a boogeyman thing, like, that's coming to get you and you have a short period of time. And you're obviously attached to this person because it's told in a way that's, you're watching them, but you're also, like, you're there. Yeah. Because you're just as out of the loop. And also, they usually are just, like, normal-looking people, so, like, you kind of relate to them extra. Because, like, short films, they're not big-budget, big Hollywood things. They're usually, like, somebody's wife or, like... Some guy or some like, art, you know. like or new acting student. You yeah, know? like it's usually someone you don't know and they look normal because they are. Mm-hmm. They're not famous yet, like usually, and 
that's relatable. But then, as you said, like, it's just such a brief period. You're, like, in it with them. Yeah. And you're you're discovering things when they're discovering things. And when they're put in these predicaments, like, you're on, you're going along for the ride. So you're just as terrified because you're like, God, don't open that door. Or does that light have to go off? Like, there's constant, like, you're doing a good job with your short film if, like, people are constantly, like, asking questions the whole time. Like, why? Dear Lord, why? Yeah. God, please, where are you? Please turn on the light. God, why? If if you got people like us who, like, love horror and we're, like, hiding behind our hands. Yes. Like, peeking through our fingertips and you're Uh doing a good job. Yeah. And then you do it because it's, like... It's a challenge in that you have to get people's adrenaline like pulsing immediately because that's exactly when it's like there's like a brief time for buildup of like we've established that we're in a home and there's yeah. one protagonist and they're alone, there which is closets. already scary. <laughs> yeah. The lights flicker. Like there's just like things that like anyone who's just living at home is going to experience and that's just the way it goes. Or just like, you know, a quirky... Um, like prop, like prompt, you know, um, because we watched one that was like pretty cool, and we'll talk about those in a minute. Um, but I think, yeah, keep it simple, stupid. Don't dwell too much on trying to explain the world, because I think it really takes you out when you try to. Yeah, and this is you know you don't have enough time, so like, what are you doing? I feel like it goes back to like life. Like it's a very good life lesson. It's a short horror film, and improv it ties into that too. It's like. When it gets good, just, like, not in, like, that you should, like, leave all the good things when they get good, but, like, don't try to drag (laughs) stuff out further than it needs to. I feel like we see that, like, in life all the time. Yeah. Where it's, like, you stay in a relationship longer than you should just because you're, like, oh, it was was good for a while, and then it's six years later, you're, like, what the fuck? (laughs) Cat's getting real. I'm just saying, like, I just feel like it really speaks to what we should be doing in general you shouldn't like cut people when things are good but like you should let them be good and like accept when they don't get good like when when it starts to drop and you realize that like all right you let it go Mm -hmm. instead of ruining the good time yeah you know what i'm saying yes picking up and putting down picking it up yeah all right yeah i think that's how i feel and i i feel that way about like series Shows like, do it all the shows time. like Supernatural. Sorry, just kill them, please. Somebody yeah. just put them out of their misery. They don't need to still be here. It should have ended in season five. It's now like season twenty-five, and I don't understand why we're still here. But I have super like intense respect for shows that are like I intended this to be four seasons, and now it's yeah, done it's that, done. and we're done. We're gonna nice little bow because you run the risk of like it getting canceled. So many Terminator movies. Yeah. They ruined the best thing. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's just really like summing it up, tying it up real nice and sweet in your film. Don't get worried about the details and don't get too elaborate. Um, and having like having a good monster, or also making it kind of believable. Because even with the monsters, it's like I can believe that if I'm alone in a subway, that there's a monster in there. See, I don't like it when they show the faces. We differ on this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like the faces because I feel like it makes it cheap. Like, the faces are always stupid looking. Yeah, but the, I think stupid. it's okay because you're not seeing them the whole time. Yeah. You see them at the end. But I'd rather it just be, like, a shadow or, like, even yeah. just, like, a hand or, like, something, like, a little more ambiguous because when you see the stupid fucking face with no eye, 
lids or whatever the f- I don't know. It makes me mad. I'm just like that just made it cheap. Where like I loved it up until that moment. Where like I get it. It gets the like last well, yeah. minute scare that you need. I think like something needs to be there, but I don't like it when they make it into this like hokey, weird looking like demon thing. But yeah, I think I think the reason why that's there is because it's you have those shadows and you have the hands as like the prelude to the big thing. And I think what's really strong is if they finish with the face. But if if it's at the very end yeah. and then it cuts to like you didn't even have enough time because that's not even what matters. The face doesn't matter. It was I'm, all the tension beforehand. Thing. It just yeah. it always I'm always just like ugh. Otherwise, you would be like, what was that? And you might even be aggravated because you didn't get a resolution in some way. So it's, like it doesn't better. even... I, I want to leave my people mad about it. <laughs> sure. See, I want to make a short film now, and I just want to like really just make it like a figure that you can't really see what the fuck's happening, and then it's just gone. And then like I don't fucking care if they're mad because it's my movie, and it's four minutes long, and fuck everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Adventure films. Yeah. Um, uh, as we expressed earlier, we watched Lights Out with um, David Sandberg. Sandberg. We watched a really quirky film um, about a woman who was a murderer. It's called a uh, Don't Ever Change. Don't Ever Change. We watched a classic like um, Tuck Me In. Tuck Me In. Uh, I heard it too. I heard it too. Classic. Lights Out's classic. We watched this one about this girl in a subway. Oh, yeah, that was okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was like the Midnight Man with his long fingers. <laughs> I really liked Midnight Man. Midnight Man was he enjoyable. Made me laugh. He was yeah, a good time. It was enjoyable. There was one called uh, The Passenger, which you did not see, but I watched by myself while you were at work, which was terrible. Um, which is about a guy who, like, basically his car is like flipping out and then there's like a ring type girl who's like his passenger now it was creepy it was definitely like i was like oh i'm not driving a car again (laughs) cool since we're probably gonna talk a lot about um david and lights out i think just a brief recap of uh i heard it too and tuck me in because both of those are super famous so tuck me in uh so spoilers ahead Everyone. It's like a minute long and it's genius. Yeah, I think even they, you, they don't even have a thing. When no, they don't back have up, a thing. There's no fucking demon child no there. Thing. It's just the regular kid. I'm like, thank you. Yes, because that's how it should be. Okay. Well, so the so you can pause it here. <laughs> go Google, tuck me in, short horror film. It's a minute. Watch, watch it. it. It's super quick. It's like 48 seconds. That's the great thing about short films. They're quick. And then come back. So we're just going to wait for just like a minute. Uh, okay. Welcome back. Ha! Are you spooked? Yeah, you're welcome. So <laughs> what you just watched was a short film where a dad is telling his son goodnight. And his son's like, Dad, can you tuck me in? And he's like, sure, bud. Tucks yeah, him in. Have a good day. Touch, sh- shuts off the light but leaves like his little nightlight off. And, and like, then he's about to leave. And little boy goes, 
Dad, can you check under my bed? Because that's what kids do. Yeah. You need to check for monsters. monsters are. So he's a good dad. He's just trying to be a good dad. He's trying to be a good dad. And he, but there's no cannibalism in this one. No. He checks under the bed. And when he looks under the bed, what he finds is his son under the bed now. And his son says, there's someone in my bed. And then the dad peeks back up and there's the kid again just looking at him like, what's up? Yeah, and then like, which kid is my black. kid? Which one do I kill? I don't know. It ends there. It's yep. all left to your we imagination. Have no idea what's gonna happen. Then there's I heard it too. So I heard it too is better in my opinion, um, just as like the short story that you read. The film went on too long. Yeah, it's a short story that should have stopped the second you see the mom. So the the story is there's a kid and hears their mom call them. They go to go downstairs, which is where the call was coming from, when their mom peeks from her door and says, I heard it too. So now it's like, okay, is my mom downstairs or is this woman that I'm looking at, my mom? And then the film went on far too long and it was just like stupid. It was absolutely aggravating. I think it it could have ended right there or it could have ended when she like has her hands over her eyes under the bed. Oh, and she's counting? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think like you needed her to see anything. I think no. it could have just ended it, when oh, she was yeah. counting. Or if you heard something and it was just went to black. Like yeah. we could infer that shit went down. Yeah. Because as soon as it goes to like it was just too much. Um, because see, that story in itself is so good. Yeah. By showing some stupid ass spooky face. Yes. Or you can just read it off a Tumblr because that comes up all the time. Um, but those are classics. Like kind of like it's weird because it's like who do I trust? So yeah. that's good. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's like, that's <laughs> my, like, thing. That's my person. That's yeah, this is the person like, I'm supposed to care about. Which pers- one is it? Which, what? It's like, if there were two Gabes, I might have to kill one of them. Hi. Hi, I'm Gabe. Hi, I'm Gabe. Can you tell which one it was? I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't kill me. Um, so we also watched a bunch of, I keep Sandberg. David Sandberg films. So he did Lights Out, as we were talking about. So Lights Out follows a a woman. a bunch of other ones that like no one talks about. They were also very good. Yeah, he did a whole series. They're re- definitely low-budge, and they're quick, and they're cute, and they're terrifying. So it features his wife. Yeah, it features his wife, who's the protagonist, who is just getting ready for bed. And then she turns off the light, and in the hallway, as soon as she turns off the light, you can see the shadowy figure of a woman. And when she turns the lights back on... The woman's not there. So she does a quick like on like, off, on off, on off, <laughs> on off kind of thing for like a few times. And then the last time she does it, there's just a naked woman who is turned with her back towards her just like right next to her. So of course she turns it on. Then she's like, fuck that. And she tapes it, tapes it on. Yeah. Like lights stay on. Fuck this noise. Yeah. I'm going to tape this shit. Go to bed safe. There yes. we go. Then she gets into bed and... She leaves her door cracked, and you can see that the light's on. But then you hear creaking of the floorboards. Oh, the classic. And then you hear footsteps, and then the light turns off. And then you hear the quick running. And then she gets under her covers, and you're like, fuck, why did you do that? Because now we have to live here. We have to live under the covers, because as soon as you open your eyes outside the covers, then the evil happens. Yeah, but of course she taught me that, so that's real. (laughs) Yeah, it happens. So she peeks out from under the covers, and the door's wide open. 
And so now she's like, fuck that. And then she hears the footsteps again. She gets back under the covers. And then her light starts flickering. Uh Her bedside light. And so then she kind of peeks out from under the covers and reaches for the plug for the light so that it would stop flickering. And she fixes it. I'm giving you a play-by-play. Yes, you have your, okay, we're good. But then... She starts to like laugh. She's like, oh, uh, that was crazy. And then she hears a noise. And she lifts the covers. And she looks around. There's nothing there. She's like, this is fine. This is cool. Nice deep breath. Like, oh, how silly of me to think that there was a demon in my house. And then you turn around. And right over there by her bedside lamp is a monster woman. And she just smiles at her and then turns the light off. You hear a click as the lights go dark. And it's only to be inferred that she's dead. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, I remember you showing me that the first time and me being like, that was my living nightmare. Like, that is something I've had nightmares of that I've now seen a visual representation of and am eternally upset and I'm never sleeping again. Like, I remember being fucked up, like, afterward. I was just like, oh, no, this is my life now. I am scared of everything. Lights will always be on. And if, God forbid, they turn off by themselves, I'm moving. Like, that's, I, I'm not even gonna go to bed in the same house. I will just get up, and I will leave, and that's what my life will be now. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's really brilliant about it is, one, like, the turning off lights off and on so was really good, but what really gets me is the footsteps, because we all hear creaky foot, like, the floorboards. We yeah. all have houses that have existed for a long time. So they got creaks and squeaks. Yeah. So some, and, and then sometimes when you're alone and you're just spooked and you're just like, you no just matter what shit. happens, yeah. things are going to be weird. So you yeah. might hear something that sounds or resembles like slow, deliberate footsteps. And obviously that could be neighbors. Like we're in Philadelphia. Like you are, you live very close to neighbors. Yeah. It could be anything. But there is no mistaking running footsteps. There's no way. In fact, we watched a bunch of these films, and then I had to go to the bathroom in our basement, and then Kat decided that she was going to terrorize me while I almost peed my pants. (laughs) So great. And all it was was like a bunch of quick, fast running, (laughs) the lights being off, dear God. I couldn't close the door. Yeah, I I closed all the doors. Wide open. (laughs) And, she, and it was, it was so funny. scary that Kat was afraid while she was doing it. It was, it was, it was scary, but it was also very fun. <laughs> yeah. And this is a homage to my childhood when I was tortured. But it, that's really what gets me is like, there are many times where if you heard the creeps and you heard like one or two footsteps that you could talk yourself out of it. You could yeah. be like, I've had okay, to as a child. that's, yes, like, that's like, I do that as a grown person. Yeah. If I'm home alone and I hear some shit, I'm like, like cats. you know what? It it's nothing. Nothing exists. I'm not even alone when you think about it. The Lord yeah, is above here. me. <laughs> something is here that I can pray to if I need to or something. And then, but there's no mistaking quick, rapid footsteps. And it's coming towards you? No. Like, yeah, that's no. when it's like, no, what the Ugh. fuck are you talking about? Even, like, in a joking sense, like, just hearing that noise, it's just very upsetting. Yeah. You're like, why is anyone going that fast <laughs> in my house? Who is in You're a gonna rush? fall. What, like, <laughs> Our steps there's are nowhere very in this house that you need to get to that quickly. <laughs> Do you have to pee time, that demon. bad? You don't. <laughs> the answer is you don't. No. Go back to your room and walk like a normal person. Uh-huh. So that's how I know it's a demon, is if it's like... <laughs> like too quick 
Yeah, Slow like you. Well, none of us are gonna walk that fast. That would definitely be a straight giveaway. Yeah, I'd be oh. like, all right, that is a stranger. They are a demon. I don't know, but or I need to get out of here. If it is one of us, then odds are we're being chased by a demon. <laughs> so <laughs> you still either way, I run. I would run like a fucking clunky whatever the fuck. <laughs> it would not be quick steps. It'd be like. It's crashing. You're like, I'd fall into stuff. I don't know. But like, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be like quick, like baby feet. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it would be like, I am fucking stomping through this house in running formation. Yeah. And it would not sound like quick runs. It would sound like I am taking giant steps, probably falling down the steps. And it, yeah. So okay. it's just demons. A quick question. Yeah, say words. If... I was in front of you, and then you turned around, and I was also there. <laughs> How would you differentiate me from the, the one demon? that I see second gets punched in the face? That's not fair. What if I like? What if you turn around? I'm like, oh, what was that? Then I say, which you help me punch the other one in the face? <laughs> and then you turn around. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> Catherine, help! I would just run away from both <laughs> you're <laughs> you're dead, one you of you. One of you's dying, and I don't want to be have the to, decider. What if you have to live with the demon me? I don't want to be the decider. You'll fight to the death, and the one who deserves to live will survive. Okay, so if demon me lives, yeah, and she's doing some creepy ass grudge shit next to your bed, all like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> that that's how I die now. Yeah, you know what? I hope so. I'm gonna just take. I'm gonna fall on the sword just for how, her. How do I know which one is? The what are you gonna here? ask me? Something that only I would know. That's how it goes. One of us the lies and the other know. one always tells the truth. The demon would probably know. <laughs> what? The demon would probably know. It wouldn't know. know. You don't know. It probably would. <laughs> one of us lies and one of us always tells the truth. Quick. <laughs> Solve the riddle. <laughs> That's the only way you can figure out if it's me or an, an evil demon kid. One of us lies and one, and one of, of us tells the truth. And you can ask us a question to find out. Is it like a question? I don't get it. Yeah, so you ask, you ask them, will, you say, if I ask, so you say, if I ask you if that person's lying, what would you say? Or you ask them which one is lying. And if they point to themselves themselves <laughs> what why can't i get this here's the thing okay two gates yeah you've established there's two of me you can't figure it out yeah one of us lies and one of us always tells the truth but no matter what they there's no exceptions yeah so you go up to one you go to gabe a and you say if i ask gabe b who's lying who will they point to and they Gabe A points to themselves. So they're saying that Gabe B will point to them. Yeah. So if they're telling the truth, then Gabe B will point to them, which means they're the truth one. Yeah. If Gabe B does not point to them, then they're lying. But I feel like because I, I understand. Because then I go up to Gabe B and I ask them who's lying. So if they're telling the truth, they're going to point to themselves because they're the liar. Or they're going to point to Gabe A because they tell the truth. And the truth is like, which one's the real one? 
The truth is which one is the liar and which one's the truther. But what if your real you is the liar? I know. I'm just, it was a part of the riddle. Okay. I'm not saying it's really going to help you. Well, the here's, here's, the here's fuck the is this <laughs> being said? Here's the thing. Short, stupid. <laughs> if you, if you want to know which one is me. I punch you both in the face ask, so whichever one ask like, me that riddle. Whichever one takes fucking 20 minutes to explain and fucking work through in their brain, that one is me. Okay? If the other one's like, well, clearly, if you ask Gabe, like, that, that one, shoot in the fucking face. Because me and JC, like, three years to work away that fucking... Honestly, listeners, like, this listeners, I, I cut see. this up so it sounded like I was really smart, but I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm going to get real because we're friends. It took me a long time. It, I had to look it up and I still was fucking confused. She had to pause it like eight times. <laughs> but at the more of the stories I got there, but just know that if you ever ask me and other me that question, which everyone takes a fucking long ass time, is me. And um, if it was me, what would happen would be is that the one who's like the anti me, who's like not me, would be like, yeah, she's lying. And then I would be like, well, like I've lied before, but like, <laughs> do you mean like all the time? Am I lying like right now? Or like which time do you want to know if or when I was lying? Because like I'm human. I lie sometimes. That's like a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I'm not going to answer this like concisely because there's way that there's more than one answer there's more than one way to see every single life situation we're here oh my god i've talked for 20 minutes like that yeah that's how you know i the way i would know it was you is i would make you both walk downstairs oh because you walk very particularly so i'd like to see i would like to see they go down one leg after the other (laughs) if they go swift if it's like i'd be like fuck that one up (laughs) cat get back up here quick lock them in the basement one grandma step at a time I mean, if my life depended on it, I'd probably run. Not if I'm asking you to go down the steps so I can figure out which one. Also, I would be like, I'm not going down the steps. Can I say this is a lovely demon that's just letting us work it out? <laughs> this demon's like, figure figure it out. Yeah, I'm taking my chances. You guys don't know each other. He's a wonderful demon. No, I always want to like, kind of keep it like, around. I feel like the demon would be like getting something out of like the anticipation of yeah. like maybe they'll believe it's and I was like, does it even have matter? a forever home. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you can even stick around. Do you like, great. Awesome. Listen, we have 15 meetings tomorrow. So if you just go fucking go to work for me. I a lot of debt. Listen. Go ahead. <laughs> I got some like hobbies I wanted to get on. If you could just, like, I have so many video games to catch up on. Demon, if you could just like do me a solid. Like you go to work for two days, I work for three days. It's kind of fair. I'm just fine with a straight up replacing deal. Yeah, but I think they might fight you for Existence that. Existence is pain. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, demon. So if you're a demon, I win by dying. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't haunt us because you would be enslaved to yeah. live our our like, difficult take all lives. All my problems. Yeah, wear them on your sleeve. So moral of the story is. Lights out's great. Yeah. They're all... Was, all <laughs> a long loop around, but here we are. <laughs> we came there. We did not go short and stupid. We talked for way too long. No, it's cool. We're still good. Um, I just... Yeah. So this guy's really good. Give him a look. Give him a listen. Uh, watch his whole series. He's got like Attic Panic, The Coffer, um, The Closet Space. Closet Space. 
Yeah, and it's like what I really loved about all of them is that like one, he just like puts his wife out there. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, she's great. Like, really cool. She's like a really good actress without like having to do too much. Like she's just mm-hmm. like really she's expressive. And most yeah, emotive. emotive and expressive, and like she doesn't really have to talk. Like mm-hmm. she is doing the exact thing that she should be doing, which is like keeping it simple. Mm-hmm. The less you do, the better. Like because you really just want to get that the token scary things out there, and she did a great job. She acts very humanly to the things that are happening. Yeah. Like we all would like we all would have been like, yep, I'm taping this light on. And yeah, I'm gonna hide under my fucking covers because this is where I live now. Yeah, and in the one where she's like in the basement, like pulling the sheet off. Cause, and yeah. then it's just like so Because curious. So smart. curious. I'm like so like he's a genius. Honestly, David Sandberg, you're really great. I am like Kudos totally to you. Away. We already thought we loved you because of the short film and the movie, but now we're like you have more. Yeah. And there was like, we watched a brief interview with him and essentially like, you know, we started with his low budge films and then it just like happened. Like he just happened to be on this like big time Hollywood set for Lights Out. And even then he was like, he's like, I've never been here. I've never done this. But like people really saw what he was capable of and, you know, he really made his mark and was probably just very much like yeah you can take my film and make it into a big budget but i'm gonna be the director and that really stuck his foot in the door and just like showed people what he's capable of on the big screen yeah no i think like he has really good instincts about what's gonna scare people yeah like because like i feel like in the bigger budget films like he did like use the stuff that they had access to over there but like he still kept to like some of the like really simplistic like playing with the light and the sound that was just really effective. When you like you play up like the things you think are gonna happen and then you make them not happen, or you just like yeah. keep teasing it and drawing it out, and then like you finally get them. And it's like it's really good. Yeah, and then like we also watched something that was a little different because it wasn't like a a spooky horror film so much as it was like just like a think piece more or less don't ever change which is about i don't want to tell you what it's about i, I want really you to want just you to go, go watch it. it it's so great i yeah i just thoroughly the other it. ones are good but like even with me telling you you're gonna get the full effect whereas me telling and spoiling this one will we'll totally like ruin it yeah, yeah the whole first part of it you're like what is going on because everything's so kind of secretive and it's not fully on the nose. But I super loved it. And as a murderino and just like true crime buff, it kind of struck a nerve <laughs> in, in like a curiosity. And that it's like, I, I can definitely see that being something that could happen. It's silly. It's super silly. Oh, I loved it. Though. But it was, like it was wonderful. Loved it. So check out Don't Ever Change. See that. See the other one. See lights out. See, um, I heard it too. Tuck me in. And also, just like honestly, if you just Google short horror film, you're gonna find a lot of golden gems. There's also like Don't Look Away, which is kind of cheesy, but it's cute in a way. Um, I can't. They try to explain it a little too much. Yeah, yeah, it got weird. If they would have just cut it at like he's in the house, as soon as the brother gets involved, I was like, I'm done. I'm, yeah i'm not as amused they did too much but like the idea of it was really simple uh-huh. and really stopped. cool if they like made it more simplistic it would have really sold like it would have been amazing yeah keep it simple. and it was good but like it would have been um cut it when it's good it's fine <laughs> yeah all things yes <laughs> what are you trying to say about us i don't know man we're not peaked yet so y'all can calm down okay all right cool 
Gabe A, who always tells the truth, or Gabe B, who always lies. So if you like it... I don't it, know which one's good or which <laughs> one's not. If you like it, it's Gabe A, and if you don't like it, it's Gabe B. Gabe A, but I'm still punching you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Man, no, I mean, I love short horror films. I Honestly, I think I love how just to the point they are. I think it's for someone who has bad focus like me, being able to like get the whole thing in like under 10 minutes it's just like pretty great you can watch a whole bunch of different ones because they're so quick mm-hmm. and it's just like it's just a good time and i feel like if you're not like all i'm saying is is that i really like short horror films i feel like unlike what most people do they don't drag anything out they really just like say what they need to say and get out they do a really good job of it when they do a really good job of it and then they're the worst thing in the world when it's just stupid mm-hmm. when they like make it too drawn they try to make it a film when it's it's not it's a short film it's not a whole thing stop trying to make it a whole thing it's a short thing so yeah i think and i think um so it's gave a for me as well because i think that there's a lot like a lot of things that people don't like about horror is like the really cheesy twists and everything yeah so like the so like when films do like they go a step too far so like the boy yeah. There was like an accepted reality that would have been totally fine to leave on, but then they were like, here's a twist. It's like, He's in the walls. Yeah. It's Spoilers. Just, it's, yeah, it's silly. It became silly. And I think if it, like we were all thinking that's what it was, and I get why they would want it to be a twist, because like, of course, that's like what everyone would assume. But I think it's okay for that to be what everyone assumes. And I think it's okay for things to come to an end and to accept that. Like you don't have to just like keep, like, beating this dead horse which is like the worst turn of phrase um but i i yeah i think that short horror films have the opportunity to just get out a really solid idea in a really quick time and avoid the struggles that full-length horror films do because like when you drag out a film a horror film it gets really hard because you might exhaust all your like good parts and your jump scares and then you're left with like trying to have a resolution, which really can damage a film. Yeah. If you don't have the correct like resolution and it's like a silly, stupid thing, you totally lost your audience and they and totally they have forgotten the ride they just hour. had. Yeah. They forget the ride they just For had. A stupid ass face. Where when it's after three minutes, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're gonna have a really, really good reveal like the first saw had a really good one yeah. where it turns out he was in the room the whole time yeah like that was fucking amazing yeah. and then they made like a million saws after that and none of them were as good yeah i saw number two was pretty dope yeah i, I still like them but yeah i think like cat was saying you just gotta let it go it's simple stupid like i don't people are get so wrapped up in their ideas it's like your idea is probably not that great just like do the first thing or your idea is really great. You do not have to elaborate. Leave it alone. Yeah. You don't got to make it more complicated. Yeah. Leave us leave us in suspense. Don't fully explain it because that's when you lose us. And with a short, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to not have to explain. That's the whole point. It's just like improv. 
Like you, you're supposed to have that whole why here, why now, but you establish that in a very short period of time. Yeah, and I honestly, I also think there's a lot of power in like leaving certain things up to the imagination. Like people yeah. have some like vivid imaginations that like they could take it places like you didn't even think it could go. And if you take that away. I feel like it takes away from the whole experience. Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot that could be done with, like, that leaving part of it unspoken, undecided. Yeah. I think in summation, short horror films are really dope. We enjoy them. Uh, We would love to make them. Yes. And now that I've endured the torture that is the 48-hour film project, uh, I feel confident that I can make a film. And I'm going to earn, like more than i usually do so remember one of us always lies and the other one always tells the truth just punch both of them you in know the what face. just like he'll yeah you know what just make me go up and down steps she'll know real quick <laughs> yeah ask me any riddle and you're gonna get me stoked all right <laughs> well don't get married they'll eat your kids yeah don't do that because kids murdered yep because yeah. then your kids like check my bed <laughs> and then there's two and then like you don't want two kids suddenly like that's bills yeah and they're already like eight that's years old that's two colleges Ugh. well just keep trying to be a good dad even when you have one demon kid and one normal kid look the hidden what <laughs> all right bye bye